So what are we talking about when we say change of government, Grant? Mm. So what, what I'm meaning about in, for the context of this talk is to say, well, you know, when we change from one of our two major parties to the other one, and when, when we're talking about two major parties, that national Labour dichotomy begins in 1935 with the election of the first Labour government. So that's our time period, um, 88 years, and uh, we're going to look at what have been the, the 12 changes uh, since 1935 between regimes. Only 12 times in almost 100 years. Yeah, so um, sometimes there's been more than one leader uh, of of a particular party during its time uh, in, in government. But in terms of actual changes, uh, Labour to National, National to Labour, it's only only got 12 examples. Okay, so this is a change to National, but to look at the change to Labour first, I guess we begin with 1935. Yeah, because that was that's our first one, and it was change. It was changing from kind of proto-national with the, with the United uh, and, and reform, so which would merge and become national. So 1935, we get our first Labour government, and interestingly, it's our longest regime. So 14 years, it gets a kind of bonus two years because of the delayed election and during the Second World War, mm-hmm. but it still lasts for 14 years. It's Michael Joseph Savage through to Peter Fraser. And, you know, that remains um, our longest regime, uh, whether Labour or National, but definitely the um, longest um, for Labour. Yeah, and we talk often, actually, in political analysis about um, the theme in New Zealand seems to be longer governments, two or three term governments, but that wasn't always the case. In fact, the 1957 change ends up being quite a short one. Mm, Indeed, and there's actually two short Labour ones, which maybe mean we need to well, possibly revise that understanding yeah. and say, well, maybe that's more uh, relevant for national, maybe not quite so much for Labour. So in 1957, you have the, the short-lived Nash regime and the black budget and the uh, one term there. And then, of course, you have the Kirk government in 1972, which only lasts one term. Now, that's, um, you know, uh, a lot of that was Kirk dying in office, a very you know, a popular leader, and then um, Rowling taking over, who wasn't as popular, uh, and then the rise of Muldoon. So that was probably uh, unusual uh, and unexpected that Labour only lasted three years uh, for that term. A lot has but been, they, yeah, I was going to say, a lot's been written about the fourth Labour government, 1984, and actually knowing now um, what happens after they were elected, kind of surprising in a way, they lasted for six years. Yes, yes, in that second term, which really um, was a collapse, uh, going through multiple leaders and, and basically a civil war while they were still in power. And But they, they managed to stretch it out until the 1990 election and they lasted six years. Um, and it's really, you get to 1999 with the Clark government and you see that three-term government stable, solid, and you think, actually, that, that, that was quite a um, breath of fresh air for Labour, given you know, the troubles that it had in the past, mm. both sustaining uh, t- uh, you know, long-term governments, but also stability as well. I mean, the Clark government really is a model, I think, for, for the Labour Party. Yeah, and things are slightly different under MMP. I mean, arguably, you could win, well, actually, literally, you can win more votes than the other side and... Um, and they still get in and manage to form a government. So that old thing of one government switching to the other isn't quite as simple as it used to be. 
It's definitely more challenges. I mean, you could say in the FPP there were those two times where Muldoon got less votes yeah. than, than, yeah, yeah. than, than, than Labor, but they were uh, they were divided or, or scattered better. More the, chance to it, though, right? It yeah, uh, depends yeah. what the, uh, the minor party decides to do. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. Anyway, 2017, um, Labor comes in. That was one of those examples, right? Could easily have been Bill English's national government, probably. Um, yeah. And they've lasted for six years. Yeah, so I mean, you know, historians are always very careful about analysing what's just happened, yeah. but we've got a six year term there. So, what have we got for Labour? We've got 14 years, three, three, six, nine, six. So, so it does jump around a lot. Um, and there's no guarantee, I think, when a Labour government gets in that it will last, say, nine years. Um, it seems that, that, that there's probably a good chance it may last shorter time and, and there might be reasons for that. Okay. So that's the changes to Labour and we may move through a little more quickly because mm. I've got less time, the changes to National. Talk about these with us. Yeah, we can move this through quite quickly because it's very predictable. Um, and that in the, well, we've got the sixth example with Christopher Luxon at the moment, so I don't know how that's going to go. But the previous five, basically, we've got three terms, four terms, three terms, three terms, three terms. Mm. So it's almost a given that when a national government gets elected, it will go three terms. Holy, I've got an extra one, but um, it'll go three terms, it'll win three elections, and then it will. It will change, um, and it's almost been like clockwork, uh, apart from that uh, extra term that the Holyoke government got. And, and so I wonder if we can say, well, does, does uh, Christopher Luxon now say, okay, I'm here, I'm here until 2032. Uh, I'll get my three terms, and then I'll be ready to hand it over for Labour um, for another three, six, nine, or, or, or perhaps more unpredictable period. But it's it is interesting just how consistent. Those terms have been national, yeah. mm. and I guess the ob- obvious objection is that apart from the key government, all those other governments—well, maybe not all of them, but um, most of them—didn't rely on other parties to make it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it really is amazing when you look back at the Bolter Shipley government that it lasted nine years. Yeah, when you, you know what they were having to cobble together in terms of support at the end of it. Yeah. Um, but it still lasted nine years. It's. Um, yeah, it's quite uncanny. What should we take away from this analysis then? That I think it's far more predictable um, for national in terms of how long they last than Labour, I think would be one thing. Uh, but also I think it, it raises this, you know, we've heard a lot about should we have a four-year term rather than a three-year term so, so so governments can get more done, give them a decent chance. But the reality is, is nearly every government in modern time has lasted for six years at least. So that's you know that's a decent amount of time, I think, to prove to prove uh, itself. So that particular argument, I think, is weakened when we look at the reality. Though you know there are other good points to the four-year term about you know less having to worry about campaigning. Mm. Grant Morris, thanks so much. Thanks, Jesse. Our regular history lesson.